Welcome to Driving Automation, a podcast from CASA Companies, where we've brought CASA controls and automation and IntelliFinishing under the same umbrella to provide turnkey industrial controls and automation systems to a global network of manufacturers, contractors, and end users. Join us as we provide insights, expertise, and thought leadership to the automation industry. Hello and welcome to Driving Automation, a podcast from CASA Companies. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Every day, airports handle an incredible amount of luggage from travelers who are taking flight across the country and around the world. And then the processes and the systems that airports employ to deal with this baggage is of the utmost importance. And joining me today on the podcast to explain and settle the debate between distributed I.O. versus centralized I.O. baggage handling is Steve Reed, VP of Engineering at Safety for CASA controls and automation. Steve, thank you so much for joining me. Good afternoon. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you again for for joining the show. I'm excited about this conversation and uh, you're going to have just so much insight to provide in this area. And, and that that really excites me about the uh, the way that the podcast is going to go today. So Steve, as I introduced the, the, the podcast today, we talked about that debate and that conversation between distributed IO versus centralized IO. So to start off, can you explain the key differences between those two, uh, those two systems that you look at for baggage handling? Absolutely. And, and your, your description there is correct in that it's a debate. There's lots of people that have lots of different ideas about it and what it means. And, and uh, hopefully today we can, we can provide a little bit of clarity on that. Uh, with regards to I.O. Uh, in a system or inputs and outputs, what we're talking about there is the devices that are the, the interface or the piece between a field device such as a photo eye and the controller, the processor. So it's, we're talking about the I.O. itself, the I.O. module. And where is that I.O. module located? Is it located near the processor, which is a more centralized system, or is it distributed where the I.O. is located more uh, closely or out in the field, closer to the field device itself, such as the photo eye, which is a more distributed system. So as we discuss these, what advantages does a distributed system have over centralized? Kind of talk me through some of the advantages um, of, of that aspect of things, because th- that's, that's really where uh, you tend to lean in this debate, as we mentioned before, uh, more towards a distributed system. So explain to me some of the, dis- uh, some of the advantages that exist there. Yeah, so there, there are many advantages of a distributed system over a centralized. Uh, centralized is more traditional. A lot of people know it. Um, the, the electricians typically they're they're familiar with how to wire those those types of systems. Whereas distributed is in some industries they've been using it for a long time, but in baggage handling not so long. So people that are not that that have been in baggage handling for a long time and not uh, had the luxury of being outside of that, many times they don't see the advantages of those. And and uh, if if I could list a few, that'd be great. Um, it's easier to see how the system is wired with a distributed system. So what I mean by that is that instead of all the wiring being hidden or uh, contained within conduits that are all wired back to that central area, you can physically see the cabling out on the device and on the conveyor and how it physically connects into um, the I.O. module. So it makes it much easier to see literally how it is wired and to train new maintenance technicians on how the thing's wired. It's easier to install and replace faulty components because uh, typically a distributed system is plug and play. So if a it, uh, it's just quick cord, quick disconnect cords on each end. So it's very easy and quick to replace those things. It's easy to identify a path of 
uh, how the thing is wired. So again, from a troubleshooting perspective, it makes it much quicker. Many times with distributed systems, the, with the I.O. being out in the field, it's more granular with regards to the information that you can get at that device. A VFD, for example, if it's distributed and it's local to the drive or to the motor uh, and a photo I is wired into distributed I.O. into that drive, that drive can communicate back many, many pieces of information associated with what's going on in that local area. So it gives you a lot more information to be able to help technicians understand what's really going on from a predictive maintenance perspective and a uh, uh, in the heat of the battle um, maintenance, fixing it on the fly. So it gives a lot more granular information with regards to that. Many times whenever you replace a VFD, as I mentioned, in the, traditionally there's, there's parameters set up within that VFD and uh, you have to connect, reconnect to that and download parameters to that in order to get the, the replacement up and going. One advantage, another advantage of a distributed system is that a VFD, you can set that up to automatically download those parameters in many cases to where you literally take the old VFD out, you plug the new one in, you plug the cables back together, you power it on, and it auto reconfigures itself. Again, saving significant time, uh, less skilled technicians, no need to get the laptop out. There's just a lot of advantages there uh, for that. And, and one other thing that I might mention is the spare parts. So many of these systems, because they're modular, you can, it's the same part number that's used for many different devices. So because of that, the spare parts need and the, the amount of inventory that facilities have to keep with regards to uh, spare parts is significantly reduced. Those feel like some some substantial advantages. And, you know, when we consider just how many pieces of luggage, how many pieces of baggage that an airport is going to uh, to deal with and work with per day, and you consider the uh, the importance of bag security and the importance of bag tracking, it feels like the amount of downtime that exists with the system and the ability to quickly and easily identify issues and get everything back up and running smoothly the way it's supposed to, it feels like that is is going to be a massive talking point and a big big point in the uh, in the distributed system column because of the importance of those uh, those different things and the importance of um, that uptime versus downtime aspect uh, it, it seems to be massively in favor of distributed system am i am i reading that right absolutely tyler it's that, that's absolutely correct you downtime in a baggage handling system you know it's the flight is going to leave on time and that's the goal of everybody. And when it's all about the passenger experience and getting that flight on time, getting that passenger to their destination on time with their bag in hand. And anything that disrupts that is a problem and, and must be addressed immediately. And so anything that can be done from a control system perspective to improve that customer experience, even if it's um, something as what sounds simple as getting a customer their bag on time, any part that a control system design can play in that is, is tremendously important and distributed I.O. can absolutely be a part of that, uh, indirectly part of that customer experience. So even within uh, the the larger debate of distributed versus centralized, once you land on distributed, there are still options and factors to consider within that that smaller subset, right? So uh, talk me through some of the factors and some of the other options that exist within distributed I/O that need to be considered by decision makers. Absolutely, and and you know everything comes with with some 
some sort of cost. And with regards to distributed I.O., one of the things to consider is the machine performance, the machine being the overall performance of the system. And you have to consider the the communication rates. Uh, Some of these devices, the time criticality, it's very time sensitive, very time critical with uh, getting the communication from that field device and encoder, for example, back to the controller. At, for accurate bag tracking. And, and so you have to consider the time that it takes to get that communicated back versus hardwired. So that absolutely needs to be the, the performance of the overall communication network needs to be considered. A second consideration is ease of assembly. You, you, the um, electrical install initially with pipe and wire with a traditional uh, centralized system, that's what most electricians are used to. And so if you can explain appropriately to and, and thoroughly to the electrician of what the real costs are associated with that uh, distributed system versus a traditional pipe and wire, you, you, then it reduces the hours that it takes, the time that it takes to install the system. Additionally, from an assembly perspective of troubleshooting, and if something does break, how quickly can I get it reassembled? A third uh, a big consideration is the number of, of devices that are connected out on this communication network or that are distributed out there. Keep in mind, the more devices you have, the more information you can get. There's a lot of benefits from that. The downside to it is that every one of those are expensive, relatively speaking, expensive. And so uh, for every device you have on that network, you're increasing your initial costs. You have to weigh that against what, are, what do I gain from that through that additional information or the ability to uh, troubleshoot all the other things that we mentioned earlier. A final consideration is where you put the I.O. and how far you break that down. In some cases, there may it may make sense to be some sort of a hybrid between a centralized and a truly distributed to where you put the I.O. in a smaller panel out in an area and that one panel covers an area, not necessarily all the way down to the device level, but in an area. So you may have 10 conveyors, for example, in one centralized um, IO panel and then multiple of those tied back to the, uh, the, the centralized controller. Again, you have to weigh the pros and cons of that. Yes, you can get more information, but not as much as you could if you went fully cent- fully uh, distributed. But you can gain a lot of wiring and those kind of costs, troubleshooting, things like that, versus a traditional centralized system. Right, right. A- absolutely. Um, so, Steve, a moment ago you mentioned um, the cost aspect of it, which I think leads us nicely into uh, in, into one of the other things that we that, that I wanted to discuss. And that was just even with all the benefits that we've mentioned and, and the other factors that we've talked about, centralized systems are still more prevalent than distributed. So why is that the case? Mainly because of cost. Many times these facilities are, are public money and uh, low and best bid wins. So contractors are doing everything they can to get their cost as low as possible, and it appears that the upfront cost of a centralized system is less. However, the long-term cost of ownership, um, the best solution may actually be a distributed system, but because the initial cost is higher, um, that bid doesn't win. So many times uh, centralized systems still win today. That said, I think that one way to help fix that is to get more and more electricians and, and installers 
to understand the advantages of a, of a distributed system with regards to how long it takes to install. It significantly reduces the installation and testing time that is all part of that initial process, let alone everything after all the benefits after the fact. The initial cost could be lower if, if everybody really understood the advantages of the time savings up front. Right. So if I understand correctly, you know, when you consider all of these factors, like you mentioned, uh, the uh, the installation um, and then maintenance down the road and, and things along those lines, uh, the, the amount of uptime versus downtime, uh, things along those lines, that the total cost of ownership for distributed um, more than likely ends up being less than uh, than centralized, but it's that upfront cost that often might scare people off or um, or they might just not have the amount of information necessary to really make a fully informed decision on this. That is exactly right. That's a great summary. So Steve, what we've talked about, I think um, for a lot of people, it, th- there are a lot of factors, um, there are a lot of um, mitigating factors and, and complications and things along those lines, and it's obviously a complicated topic. Um, can you explain maybe the importance of seeking out an expert, someone like yourself, uh, to talk through these factors and to consider what works best for a given facility and for um, someone with the budget that they might have and also maybe the, uh, the restraints that uh, exist in any given facility? It's very, very important to, to understand, to talk to somebody who really understands the pros and cons that doesn't necessarily have a, a sway one way or the other, but truly wants to find the best solution. And it, at the end of the day, it may be centralized, may be the best solution. And, and, but at the same time, before you make that decision, you really need to understand what are all of my options? What are the pros and cons of each? What are, what's the cost? What's the maintenance? What's the, what's the uptime? There's, there's many different factors that go into that decision. And, but just to say we're centralized and that's the way it's always been and, and that's what we're going to stick with is not necessarily the best choice when it comes to the big picture. So today we're talking primarily about airports, but are there other industries that have undergone a similar shift moving from centralized to distributed um, that have had success that, that airports can look to to see how to make this transition and what this shift looks like in practice? Indeed. Uh, a close cousin to baggage handling is parcel post. If you look at the parcel post industry, they've been making modular conveyors with, with controls on each individual conveyor for many, many years. Um, in essence, they've been doing distributed I.O. as part of their standard offering for, for a long, long time. The automotive industry, they've, they've, especially over the last 10 years, almost never do you see a centralized system. Almost always it's distributed at this point in any automotive plant that you go into. And there's, there's reasons for that. There's pros to that. And they've, it's taken all these other industries a long time to uh, ferret out and to vet out all of those uh, the downsides to doing it centralized versus versus distributed, but at the end of the day, many of those under, other industries have have landed at distributed because of all those pros. Steve, before we wrap up, I want to give you the opportunity to uh, to touch on anything that we may have missed today during the conversation, or just uh, provide a final summary just of uh, the conversation as we talk about distributed I/O versus centralized I/O, and, and kind of maybe break down anything that that we may have missed, or just summarize um, summarize your thoughts on the uh, on the topic. Well, I, I, first of all, I appreciate the opportunity today, Tyler, and, and uh, thanks for your time. Uh, there are differences between centralized and distributed I.O. systems. I think it's imperative that uh, facilities understand the advantages and disadvantages of each 
and make a smart decision uh, based on the facts that are in front of them and what is the best solution for your particular facility. Steve Reed, VP of Engineering and Safety for CASA Controls and Automation. Steve, thank you so much for joining me today here on Driving Automation and uh, helping settle this debate and uh, providing some of the uh, some of the advantages for uh, distributed I.O. And, and talking through these options. Uh, I, I really appreciate your expertise and insight on the podcast today. Thank you for your time and thank you very much. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Driving Automation. We appreciate you listening along with us very much. Of course, if you're not already subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Make sure you're subscribed there to stay up to date with everything going on with CASA controls and automation and to get the latest episodes right there on your mobile device or on your computer, wherever you decide to listen. Uh, We'd appreciate that very much. And of course, stay tuned for more episodes. We will be back soon with more episodes. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.